Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Pet Psychic Radio Show on Tuesday, which is a special day. Uh, we usually come on Thursdays, but this week we're going to be live on Tuesday, and we'll, this show will be repeated on Thursday. So if you um, can't listen to the whole show, make sure to check it out on Thursday. Um, call in at 917-889-2693. That's 917-889-2693. And for information on Laura, the Pet Psychic, go to thepetpsychic.com. That's thepetpsychic.com. Hi, Laura. Hey there, hi, and listeners. Hi. How are y'all doing today? I hope uh, lots of people are listening um, (laughs) and they didn't forget that we were on today. It's Thursday. No, nobody forgets. Do you know that, that at... I think I told you this before, that we had a bunch of listeners show up to the Blessing of the Animals event. I know, that's so cool. And I got to meet one of them and their cats. Yeah, Linda. What were and those her, cats? What were the they were, cats? They were Savannah cats. Savannah cats. They were, like, bigger than, um, they are like, part wild, like, wild cats. Right, yeah, I think something? they are. I think they were. They were, like, part dangle and then part something else i don't know they're really cool they're like really way bigger house cats they were kind of like longer weren't they yeah 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 did you know um sorry i don't want to go on a tangent but just talking about cats that i saw in the news um i live close to pasadena and there's a little town called sierra madre nearby Mm -hmm. and there were two mountain lions just hanging out on someone's front yard Oh, my gosh. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. I'll have to, like, post it on your Facebook wall later. There's an article. But, yeah, yeah they're just, like, hanging out on the front lawn. Do you know, somebody sent me an article not too long ago about this mountain lion that was tracked from Idaho to, like, Pennsylvania or New York or something. What? I forget where it was. Yeah, that, um, that this mountain lion... Was they first like caught this mountain lion's like DNA in like Idaho, and then it went to like the Great Lakes, and they actually like followed it and ended up getting hit by a car in I forget it's bad that I don't remember all the details, but in New York or something. But it traveled over like a year period that far. That's so crazy, isn't it? Wow. Wow. I know you have mountain lions in your area in Ojai, right? Lots of mountain lions. I've had really scary experiences with mountain lions. I would seem to attract them or something. Yeah, I'm sure they probably can sense that you can talk to them or something. I don't know. I just have this thing about them that I have this, like, ever since I was a little kid. You know when you go in New York City in one of the art museums, there's, like, these big, giant, like, lions outside Mm -hmm. of the museum? So, um, you know, we used to go there with my parents, and I always had this fantasy. I don't know why. It's, like, the oddest thing that one day I would be killed by a lion like that. Like I always just felt like if I was going to die, that is how I would die. 
Wow. Like when I was a kid, yeah. I always thought that. Or like my ship would like light on fire in the middle of the ocean. That was like another one of my paranoia things. But so, so <laughs> do you think it's paranoia, or what if it's like some sort of like past life thing, maybe? Uh, yeah, I guess it could be like so many things. It I don't could know. Be. It could be. Well, tell those mountain lions to stay away from you. <laughs> I know. So I always felt like, oh my gosh, maybe that will come true. Okay. But they did. They would. They would like follow me in the woods and stuff. Oh my gosh, that's so scary. That's really scary. See, yeah. I I don't have any mountain lions. I mean, I guess they're nearby, but not exactly where I live. So when you see them too, like when you look, like, you think, oh, you know, no big deal, like a mountain lion. Like they're in the woods everywhere around Southern California. They just are, you know. You just yeah. don't even know it. You could walk right by them. Like I've been two feet from them and been like, whoa, that was like a mountain lion lying there, and I just pretended I didn't notice. Like you can be so close and not even know that they're there. But mm-hmm. when they're standing up close to you and looking at you, it is seriously one of the most frightening things I've ever been through because they really they're like the size of a large mastiff. Yeah. And yeah. their eyes are so intense. Yeah. So wait, what are you, I always get this confused, you know, between mountain lions and bears, like what you do if you encounter them in the woods. <laughs> I'm like, do you stand big? Do you, you know, do you run away? I forget which, what are you supposed to do? Well, um, with a mountain lion, you're supposed to like get as tall as you can and like throw things at them and like be sort of aggressive back to them if they get close. You're not supposed to run. Okay. So I have to tell you, I've saw a mountain lion once, <laughs> and I know all that, you know? And I've yeah. been in the woods a lot, and I know that you're not supposed to run. I'm like, my storm, let's get the hell out of here. And we were running. Oh. But, <laughs> and I wasn't supposed to, but I just felt like at that moment, that was the best thing to do. <laughs> I, I don't know. But that's what, we were safe doing that. But you're not supposed to run because then you look like prey. And then, like, a bear, if they come after you, you're supposed to, like, curl up into a ball, I guess, or, like, play dead so they leave you alone. Ah. And, like, the bears are, like, we've come across bears in the woods, too, and they they really don't want to bother you. Like, okay. I, mean, I don't think mountain lions do either unless they're kind of, like, crazy. But, wow. <laughs> yeah, so... I think it's easy to see a bear just stand still. To stand still. Yeah, unless it starts coming at you. I mean, I always feel like I'd rather fight back than play dead. I mean, that's kind of, who knows? I don't know. See, I never know. Well, luckily I haven't encountered that, but I always get, you know, whenever I hike, I, I like start hiking and start thinking, oh, what am I supposed to do again? <laughs> You're supposed to make a lot of noise. And, you know, honestly, like when you think about it, like what do you do with an aggressive dog? You know, because, like, this is what happens when aggressive dogs, like, go up to people. People start, like, kicking and, like, no, that's going to make the dog bite you even more. Like, really just freeze and look away and and Mm. stop. You know, don't fight back with an aggressive dog. And I think that's it really depends on the animal and what what their intentions are. You know, if they're being aggressive because they're just freaked out, if you kind of show them that you mean no harm by looking away, then... Then they'll leave you alone. But if they're being aggressive because they want to eat you, that's a different story. Yeah, totally. So we went to, um, I want to share with our listeners, we went to going back to the blessing of the animals. 
Um, and that was uh, really fun. It was at the L.A. Pet Memorial Park or mm-hmm. Cemetery. I don't know what it's called exactly. Is it L.A. Pet Cemetery? I think so, yeah. Yeah. L.A. Pet Cemetery. Yeah, yeah. in Calabasas. And it was hosted by uh, Warren Epstein. Is that his name? Yeah. And uh, for the he's he has his radio show, right? Like a pet show. Yeah, he has a pet radio show where he gives pet advice, like mm-hmm. behavioral advice, and it's it's pretty good. I agree with him on a lot of things. Yeah, yeah there so were so many out. vendors and you know there so were. many rescues and a lot of cool stuff. And what was really cool is Laura and I looked at a couple. Um, gravestones that we we wanted to find out what um what kind of gravestones your deceased pets wanted and yeah. that was kind of cool Maya and Joey. yeah <laughs> <laughs> tell tell our listeners what they wanted <laughs> so uh like we were looking at these these tombstones because joey and my cat and maya my wolf dog are right now in unmarked graves and uh so i was talking to joey and there was this this gravestone with like a heart on it but the heart was white and he was like no not white because it will get dirty (laughs) so he was just says joey the cat which is funny because whenever i pick up his herbs from the herbal place they would write on the bag joey the cat and like (laughs) they would have on his file because it's a people herbal place they put on his file joey the cat so he's like became joey the cat (laughs) and so so he said he wanted on his tombstone, Joey the cat, I love you, meaning I love him. And um, and then Maya, my wolf dog, said she wanted a big tombstone because they're buried right next to each other. That could go next to them or above them, and they could have arrows, one to Maya and one to Joey. <laughs> I said, Maya the wolf dog, Joey the cat, I love you, with arrows to their their grave. That sounds like a good idea. It does. It does. Yeah. It would be really cool. And what was crazy is my pets are actually all buried there, most of them. They, they will all be. Some of them are still at my house and their ashes are here, but they will be buried there. And um, we were talking to Jupiter, my old Mastiff Rottweiler mixed dog, who passed away many years ago. And um, Laura said, we, Laura talked to him, and he said he was traveling around the world to look for, what was it, a drum skin? Yeah. That's what he said to Laura. And the craziest thing was that my drum head on my drum set broke the night before. He said <laughs> this. This was the cra- I mean, sometimes, you know, like, I still go, okay, like, is this for real? And then I'll question, and then stuff like that <laughs> happens, and I'm like, oh, no, I know this is for real. Because that is too specific, and you and I have never, you don't even know, like, about my drums or, like, I don't really talk to you about, like, my music or anything. No, no. I mean, and that's the wildest (laughs) thing, too, is that when our pets get to heaven, they can do things like that. Like, you know, you wouldn't even think that they would be I know. Why are they doing that? (laughs) Don't they want to do something, like, more important? (laughs) Well, maybe that's important for you. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe they know better than I do. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. You're on Jupiter's case now because it's not an important enough job? Hi. Kind of. Have some respect for Jupiter trying to hook you up. 
I know. Sorry, Jupiter. Okay, I really, I'm going to go get my drum drum head this week. So, um, yeah, I bet he's going to find you a good one. I know. Um, okay, let's take a call. Let's see who's on. Listeners, get ready. You might be it. Hi, hello. You're on Pet Psychic Radio. Hello. Is that me? Yes, it's you. you. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> code or something. I actually have. I'm uh, calling about our dog Arlo, and I'm actually on the lawn with him, trying to walk him um, <laughs> while I'm on the phone. So sorry about that. Um, do you, you need a description, right? Yeah, that would be good. Okay. He is. We think a pitador. He's a brown. pitador, which is like a pit in Labrador. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, and he's chocolate brown, and he has a little white patch. On his chest. And his name is Arlo? His name's Arlo, yeah. What do you want to ask him? Well, um, you know, right now, actually, he has an acorn. He's been really difficult with uh, behavior lately. Uh huh. Um, we've been, we've had him, I'm sorry, I'm being so disjointed because I'm trying to catch him here. Um, you don't need to catch him. I mean, you don't need to catch him for me. He can probably multitask. That's okay. <laughs> um, but anyway, well, this is one of the things that he knows he's not supposed to be eating acorns because they're really bad for him. But he likes to pick them up and chew them. And um, we're having, we're just, you know, he'll run out on the road. We're trying to, we've been trying to train him. I feel like I um, connected with him when we first got him last December, but then. It's kind of like, ugh. now I feel like he has no interest in doing anything that we ask or that I ask. Oh. How old is he? He's about a year and a half. Oh, okay. So he's still young. And and uh, and you got him about a year ago, did you say? Uh, in December. Oh, you got him in December. And what have you, and have you worked with the trainer at all? We did, um, we did for, I think, two or three visits. Um, pretty pretty early on. Uh-huh. Um, and have you been working the stuff that they they worked they told you to do? Like, do you have you been training him at all? There, you know, we kind of lost with the practicing. We, there are certain things that'll do. Um, that he was a little like it's it's kind of like he kind of couldn't understand what we wanted. Um, what the trainer what, wanted. She yeah it it was you know basic stuff that she was trying to to get him to do and, and did she work with treats? Oh yeah. Oh you good. Know, we've, we've tried. Actually, he's gained a lot of weight because of everything has to be a treat now. Um. um so okay. You know what? You know what? I really I like. I just want to see if he is open to going back to training with me. Um. Because okay. I do feel like I lost connection with him and. Uh, you yeah, know, I think that one of the things that you're going through, I mean, he's still, he for everyone out there, a year and a half is still pretty young. And so they're kind of like children in where they can have short attention spans and they can kind of be all over the place. They listen to you and then they're running off again. But it's important to have really clear communication, both mm-hmm. in the telepathy and the intention in your mind about what you want him to do. Um, your voice commands, and then also your body. So all of that has to match. And if you're not clear, 
then your dog can't understand you and your dog will fool around more. So sometimes it looks like they're like running off and playing and they don't care what you're saying, but really they're fooling around because they don't understand you and it confuses them. Mm-hmm. So you really have to kind of start thinking, what am I saying to my animal? Like, how am I phrasing it in my mind? How am I phrasing it with my voice? And how am I phrasing it with my body? And all those things need to match. So everything needs to be positive. So, for instance, he's running out into the street, right? Let's say that one. A year and a half, he should should have a pretty good come, right? And if he doesn't know come now, then there's something so ha- can can you call him back to you and will he come no um he uh he'll just it's like reckless abandon it's like i you know i i see something i want to go after and he'll just pull you down our driveway is, is kind of like an incline he'll just pull you down that way okay and so you're kind of and i have him cool. on a harness because he has always yeah, he, been a puller yeah he needs a harness yeah. so okay. Okay, so let me ask Arlo, what, what, where is the communication? Like, what, why isn't he listening to you? Right? I mean, that's okay. where we should start. Okay. Okay. Okay, let me get Arlo. So I don't listen to her because sometimes her voice changes tone. And when it changes tone, it hurts my ear. <laughs> Sometimes I don't listen to her because she grabs me and drags me. And sometimes I don't listen to her because there's too many words involved. I'm going to ask him what he understands. Oh, my goodness. I understand that when we go out to play, she only wants me to play for a second. And then when we go out to play, I get more tugs. And that she's upset with me, but I'm not exactly sure why. So what might be happening is that you're needing him to come with you, and so you're pulling him in a certain direction, but he doesn't understand why he needs to go, and he doesn't understand what that means, like like, how are you pulling him? And, like, like, do you have, like, when you pull them away from something, like, let's say he's eating an acorn and you want to pull, he should have a leave it down, number one. Like, he should know what mm-hmm. leave it means. But when you're pulling him away somewhere, it's like you don't want to look at your dog and pull. You want to grab your dog by the collar, pull and release it. Can you come with me? Release a little bit so that your dog has a chance to come on his own. And then if he doesn't, it's like lots of pull and releases. And then look where you want to go and walk and be really determined. And, and so see, that he I can try to do all, I really do try to do all that. And I'm, I'm, I had a laugh at him that I'm pulling him when he's like pulling me and I'm trying to get him to come back and, you know, not go on the road and, and that sort of thing. But I think it's interesting that, when he said about playing for a second because I want to play with him and I try to play with him like in the house and everything and he just kind of seems like he gets bored and, and you know, doesn't want to do it anymore. So I... Mm, that's interesting. It. I wonder, there's probably something with your body language that's, that's, um, that's confusing to him. Like, 
a lot of people with some dogs, they like to go, like we play with them and we kind of jump forward towards them, you know, like we can kind of play like chase with them and we'll be square on and we'll like jump forward and bend our torso, right, and stare at them to play. Well, with a dog that's not very confident, that means that we're being intimidating. So like if you jump forward to play with them, don't look at him at the same time, like and have your shoulder to him because it's very unnatural for, do you do that? I kind of, you know, I kind of, um, I try to like squat down a little bit, like bend my knees and uh-huh. and squat down so that I'm not. He says she looks at me too much. In, she looks at me too much in the eyes. Oh, okay. And then I feel like I don't understand. So he's really sensitive to eye contact. Eye contact makes him ignore you. Okay. And I was trying not to, you know, I, oh, well, you can't, you can't learn, I guess, except through experience with a dog, because I did really study all this of how to behave and everything. It sounds like you you need somebody to watch you. Like a trainer? Yeah, you need a trainer to watch you, to watch what you're doing so they can fine-tune you. Because you might have everything down, but you might just be missing little pieces. Mm Mm-hmm. Because I want to be good, he says. Okay. I want to learn. Okay. Well, I don't know. always understand why I'm getting a treat. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a big hint to you. I mean, sometimes it seems to him like he's just getting treat foods in his mouth, but he doesn't know why. So yeah. you want to make that mark a, a little bit, a little bit firmer, like good sit, good down. And then treat. Good come. And then treat. So not good come. I'm so proud of you. What a good boy. To way too much. Just good no, come. It, is it me who with the treats that he doesn't understand? It's everybody. He said. Okay. Because um, it's everybody. I don't understand. Okay. Good. Because he is getting okay. too much weight. So. Um. (laughs) Cool, thanks for calling in And so start really paying attention to what you're thinking about in your mind And you want to think about what you want him to be doing If you want him to come, think about him coming When you're telling him to leave an acorn, think leave the acorn Don't think please stop chewing on the acorn Because that then you picture him chewing on the acorn Okay, I I appreciate all your help Yeah, thanks for calling and let us know how it goes Okay, I will Okay Good luck. I know. Marlo's confused. Uh, that's so. That's totally something that um, I struggle with all the time, um, because you have to be so consistent and clear. You know, so clear. So clear, so clear, and it's hard not to say don't. Like even sometimes I want to scream to you, Luca, don't bark. But you know, you have to like quiet. And then like the other thing that's like so amazing is you know I was a dog trainer for so many years, and there's sometimes with Luca where I'm not in dog training mode, and it's like totally you know you just want them to listen to what you have to say, and then. Just that's it. But you can't do that. Like you actually, like they're children, you have to like go over to them, say mm-hmm. quiet, and then mm-hmm. bring them away and explain to them why you want them to be quiet. Right. Like the same with them chewing the acorn, which I don't yeah. really care if Luca chews acorns, but <clears throat> because I figure if he was a coyote, he'd be out there chewing acorns. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but that's just me. Other people are so paranoid about their dogs chewing sticks yeah. and stuff. 
Yeah, I just think, you know, I think it's in human, it's just human nature to say, don't do this or, you know, stop or, you know what I mean? Like a lot of the negatives. And so we have to get retrained. We have to retrain ourselves. It's so true. I think that, I mean, I hate to like make a generalization like this, but I think that we are a negative society. We're not thinking positive all the time. And so it's true. You always are pointing out the negative and you're not praising the positive enough. Yeah. I I definitely have a tendency to do that because I will say, don't, get up, you know, like, (laughs) don't do that, you know, go away. Yeah, (laughs) like today when uh, when I took uh, Stormy and Luca for a walk, Luca found another dog to play with and he was so good, you know, and then I just, he's just so awesome, like, you know, they can run around crazy and then I keep walking, Luca just follows, you know, and so I, like, stopped, and I was, like, told him how proud I am that he does that. You know, mm-hmm. you're such a good boy for coming with me when I walk away. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think people take that stuff for granted. They don't praise their yeah. dogs for doing yeah. good behavior like that. I know, I know. Or cats, so true. too. Or cats, too. Animals in general, yeah. Uh, we got Pei Pay from uh, Washington State. Pei, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Hi. Hi, Kukuhara, and hi, Laura. Hi, my call. <laughs> I'm calling about my cat. He's an older cat. He's over 10 years old. He's a Bengal cat and oh, nice. he's brown. Um he has three colors actually. I um he's kind of brown, yellow and and black. Okay, and, what's his name? Oh, his name is Pow Pow. Oh, cute. <laughs> Where do you want to ask him or tell him? Oh, I'd like to know what is it that he 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 wants me to do for him. Um, I mean, I I want to know what what am I, um, what I can do better, you know, or or what is it that I'm not doing that he wants me to do? He um, says he has a little bit of a pain on his right hip. Do you notice that, like on the side of his right hip, and he'd like the Slurpee food. Oh. Do you know what the slurpy food is? Like a gravy food. Okay. Oh yeah. Okay. He does like to slurp. Um, and right now I have to put water in his food, and he loves it. Oh, so, yeah, good. Okay. Makes sense. Yeah. Uh, and then he says that he wants like he says that there's a there's some balls that he wants that stick to his claws. Do you know what those are? Uh. Oh they, yeah. They look like cat toys and that they they'll stick to his claws so he can bat them around, hold them with his paws and then throw them. Yeah. Yeah, he does like to to run after balls and stuff like that. He's a uh, pretty energetic despite he, Yeah, he also says that he wants a window opened a little bit more so when he's lying there the window is open more. Okay. You know where that is? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he loves windows. He doesn't stay long, but he he does go to windows and take a peek, and then and then you know go around or go to sleep, and and he goes to the windows, and yeah, he does. I my windows are not too open right now. Oh, uh, he also says, "Do you mind if he kills the spiders?" Oh no, I don't like that. It's true. <laughs> you don't like it. No, I don't. I know he eats them. Oh, he does? Okay, I'll tell him that they're bad to eat because he shouldn't yeah. be eating them. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I 
And what can I eat that moves? <gasps> oh, no. Yeah, he likes to eat bugs. I don't want him to eat bugs. <laughs> no, he can't eat anything that moves. That's the <laughs> It might make him sick. I'll tell him that might make him sick. Yeah. He says, can I have the crunchy treats thrown around the house for me? Okay, I'll do I that. Think I think he's telling you to, like, throw a treat so he can, like, chase after it and, like, attack it and then eat it. Okay, yeah. Uh, yeah, I need to play more with him and do those kind of things. He likes that. He likes to... To run. Yeah, he says he likes that roundabout game you used to play. Oh. Um, you know what that is? I yeah, when I was um when I was in Connecticut I um I had my place was pretty big at that time and it had space to well big I wouldn't say but it had space to run and we would kind of chase each other. Oh, That's fun. Oh, <laughs> you can do it at, like, whenever he wants. So we're going to 3 o'clock in the morning. But, <laughs> <laughs> but when I'm up, he does, like, that chase that we kind of go round and round and chasing each other. That is great. <laughs> Thanks for calling in. It was fun talking to him. Yeah, thank you so yeah. much. And thank you for letting me know about the hip because he he doesn't jump very high, so that's why it makes sense. Oh, yeah, that right side of his hip. Okay, I'll take care of that. Thank you, Laura. Okay, you're (laughs) welcome. Thanks for calling in. Thank you. (laughs) I can tell she talks to her cat all the time because he was quick with the answers. Really? He was quick and clear, yeah. Wow. That's That's so interesting. So... Animals that that their humans can talk to, the animals are quicker in responding. Yeah, like if if people are really clear on what they're talking to their animals about, if they picture everything in their minds and their attention is clear and they talk to their animals a lot, the yeah. animals are much quicker to respond. And mm-hmm. they're, they're and when they do respond, it's not as like like sometimes it can come like images and they're kind of like far away like fuzzy images and mm-hmm. it's just that the animal's not used to sending them yeah and so and or like if their person is really scattered and and sort of all over the place they might be like that and i might get like a whole bunch of information at once and then i sort of have to take a breath and try and organize it before i say it so it's like I can tell she's really clear and she talks really clearly to her cat because he was really fast. But that's a bangle too. They're really, yeah, they're really intense. <laughs> Laura and I pl- played a game this weekend at the uh, at the blessing of the animals where we were like looking around and we would look find animals <laughs> and then Laura would talk to them for a second and then remember that one dog and he was like like. Who said that? Like, he was looking at his other dog. <laughs> yeah, and he thought that the other dog was talking to him, but it was only you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's so much fun. It's fun hanging out with you. <laughs> we also talked to um, horses, like police horses, which were really cool. I know. Those were fun. And you know that policeman? He really paid attention. He's going to do all of that for his horse. 
Yeah, the older the older policeman. Yeah, he wanted the, his horse wanted more shavings, and he wanted to know if when he he wanted to go camping, and he wanted to know <laughs> if when he retires, if he's going to get to live with him, because he's he's a county horse, so he doesn't doesn't get to go camping or get to go live with him. Yeah, yeah. And the guy said yes. Did you see the police officer? He like lit up to that when he yeah. got to tell the horse that he was going to come home with him. Yeah, he was really cool. That was really neat, I thought. I know. That was cool. Uh, we got Sue from Texas. Sue? Yes. You there? Hi. Hi. We have Thunder. is a 12-year-old um, charcoal gray. Uh, Chartreux is about the closest breed I've ever seen in a magazine. And what uh, is that? Is that a dog or a cat? Or? Oh, it's, a, it's a cat. It's a short, cobby body with uh, the... The uh, the funny description is uh, potato with toothpick, toothpick legs. <laughs> oh. That's cute. They have a naturally chunky body, even when they're they're you know not overweight, and they have these fine, delicate little four legs. And other than that, they're perfectly formed. And and do they have long hair, or short hair? Or? No, short. Short hair. And what's what's his name again, or her name? Uh, it's a female. Thunder is now twelve. Oh, Thunder. She was the okay. only of the eleven that was adopted on purpose. Oh wow! And what do you want to ask Thunder? Um, there was a recent skirmish, and she has gone from never ever being afraid of anybody or anything. In fact, she's my Walmart greeter for the house. Oh. But she recently had a very bad bite by somebody in the house. Oh, by who in the house? Do you know? We don't know. We oh, don't. Okay. And she's not telling me. Okay. I suspect it's one of three that are um, the uh, not real reason. She said it's the one with many colors down the ears. Do you know who that is? Um, well, they all kind of have that, but I think I know. Many colors down the ears. So is it like a like a butterscotch coloring and like I have maybe one that is the most. Um, well, no, it's not even the most recent foster, but a recent foster that is um, a mix of um, tabby and uh, Siamese. She so said she she pulled me really bad and held me down. I'm sorry, what? She pulled me really bad and then held me down. Yes. Sometimes I get the sexes mixed up, so if I say she, sometimes it can be a he. Okay, well, they, you know, and everybody thinks Thunder's a, a male because she acts so male, but she's And they not. kicked my stomach. Yeah. And I'm scared to come out because I'm scared they'll do it again. I know, but I do don't... They have a little white on their neck. Do you know who that is? Uh, there's several that have that, but the one that I suspect attacked her um, is mostly white. Does they have different, the, like a caramel-colored ear, though? A what? Like a caramel-colored ear? Like the left ear, does it have, like, different colors on it? Well, no, they're mostly gray. Oh. It's like a gray point instead of Siamese point. It's the one with the different colors. Yeah, it's it's probably that one. Um, can you go by weight? He's... He's significantly larger in weight than all the others. He's not the biggest. 
I'm confused. <laughs> the biggest one just hisses. Does he hiss? Um, occasionally, but I expected him to be the most aggressive. He's not the one. He's not the one. Okay. Uh, is it um, is it the new mama cat? Did the new mama cat attack her? That one's really mean. Yeah. Who meow? Who just meowed? Um. Oh, that's <laughs> that's Wessos. That's that's also oh. a neighborhood rescue, but. He can be um, intimidating because he loves to chase, but he's he's not by nature mean. This one was really mean. Oh, okay. You need to put her in another room. Well, I've put her in the condo cage just so that at night I know that she will be safe. Okay, so who's in the condo cage? The Thunder. Oh, Thunder wants the other one separate. I know, but that would be putting three in one condo cage. That's really putting fire in there. Can't you put them in a room, she said? Is there another room you could put them? Not really. Not permanently. The room with the tub, she said. Mom, that cat is so mean. That what? You can't keep it. That cat is so mean, you can't keep it. I don't know which one she's... Referring to her eyes keep switching. She looks like she has like she looks like she has like a like I said like a little bit of like brownish color on her ear, and she said she's got like a white on the back of her neck, and she looks like she's got some like like a hair to her. Like she's not a she's not a complete short hair. Yeah, that's that's normal. That's that's the more recent one that that's a mix of um, tabby and um, Siamese. Uh, so that's the one that she says is doing it. Okay. That's the one I suspected, but it could have been either Wessos or... That's the one she's screaming. Okay. okay. <laughs> she's very clear. Please put her away. Mom, she really hurt me. She kicked up my stomach. Well, it's the leg that she that got bitten through, and it had to be flushed for two weeks. Hmm. She says she thinks she has a sore in her mouth too. Yeah, we've been we've been monitoring that, and I, she's going back tomorrow for a recheck anyway. But I'll I'll make sure to mention. Mom, just give the cat to someone else. <laughs> like Thunder really hates this cat. She doesn't she doesn't fit in here. Aw, well. I've never complained before. She said. That's right. That's right. Mom, listen. She says. Baby, but you were you were in the same boat too once. Just remember that. Mom, I was never mean. I know. Never was I mean. I was always grateful. And he wasn't mean for up until recently either. So something's different. Can you tell me what's different? I think what's different is that he has mental problems. <laughs> okay. <laughs> thanks. Well, thanks for calling in, Sue. I hope everything in. works out. I hope they find a home. You find a home for the. I know. Cat. I hope you find a home for that that oh. one that's causing some trouble. Now he pulled from the local pound be, uh, because he was dying, and they were so stupid they didn't know it. Oh. Uh. Well, I rescued him and got him healthy, and like I said, everything was. He was lovely for, you know, six 
seven months, and then it's only been the last few weeks that he's just mm-hmm. done a turnabout, and I don't understand it. He says all these cats are driving me crazy. I know. There's too many. This is him that's talking. Who? I can't think for myself. This is the boy, the male. Mean one? Yeah. Or, or a mean one? I don't want to stay here. I have bad headaches. Hmm. I have really, really bad headaches. Aggressive one? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, you know what? We have to get to our next caller. So I'm I'm sorry, Laura and uh, Sue. i got to cut you guys off, but we have to get okay. to our next caller. But, Sue, good luck, and I hope the, uh, the other cat, they, they uh, make up or become well, friends or something. Well, the one with the headache <laughs> checked, he may be trying to have a seizure or, or a tumor or something. Yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe he's... Yeah, maybe he just needs an adjustment or or different type of food to take away the headache. Yeah. Okay. Okay. We'll thanks. Is maybe bring him to the vet. Thank you. Okay. Uh, real quick, we're gonna go to Jessica. Um, this call is gonna have to be real quick. So, Jessica, tell us what animal you're you have a question about. Hi, I had a question about my dog Lulu. She is like half pit, half uh, black mouth cur. She's uh, a brown, like kind of light brown, and um, she's just she's the sweetest thing. But sometimes she just gets mean, and she'll just be mean to the other dog for days, like where we can't even put them in the same room. What's the so, other dog? Uh, Mushi. He's brown. I mean, he's black, and uh, we just got him from Caps. Like, so I'm not really sure what he is. How long have you had him? Um, since she was a baby, so since like uh, December of last year. Okay, and uh, okay, and you want me to ask Lulu why she's being mean to Mushi? Yeah, and just just why she's so mean <laughs> in general. <laughs> the reason why I'm mean is because I feel pain in my shoulders. There's mm. also a pain in my neck. Hmm. Sometimes when I look at him, I get mad, and my yeah. jaw hurts. Yeah. And I want to uh, tell him to stay away from me. I don't even like it when he walks by sometimes. <laughs> but then at other times, I think you're kind of fun. Yeah, she loves to play with him. And I think you're a really nice guy. But you know what might be going on is she might really need an adjustment because the base of the shoulders, the neck, and the jaw is like her pain. So she might have something out. I would take her to a chiropractor. Okay. Might it be because right now she just caught mange like last week? Well, maybe her immune system is completely de- is down, so it could be that something like that is is. But I don't think mange would cause stiffness in the neck, no. no. But that might cause her immune system to be down, then to her temperament to be down. Like she she does not feel well, so she's crankier, for sure. Yeah. But I would definitely have her see a chiropractor. Okay, well I'll try to find one if I can. Really yeah, just call really around looks- at the high-end pet stores and the grooming facilities and ask them if they know anyone really good that could that works on dogs, a chiropractor that works on dogs. Or you can Google, there's a veterinary chiropractic. You can Google that and see their listing in your area. Where are you located? Uh, in Katy, Texas. Oh, Houston. I don't know it there. Yeah. 
Could I ask yeah, another quick question? No, I'm oh. sorry. We've got to get to oh, our no, guest. Okay. Oh, Thanks, Jessica. Yeah. And if you guys have more, if people have uh, more questions, you can always put um, come into our chat room, and we'll try and get to those as many as we can. Uh, we got Joy Lee. Hi, Joy. Hi. How are you? Hi, Joy. How are Hello. you doing? Good. How are you? I'm doing good. Thanks for being our guest today. Well, thanks for having me, and thanks for having Lulu. And uh, just to comment on the previous caller, I'm in Katy, Texas also. Um, Dr. Robin Robinette and Dr. Jackie Duvall both do veterinary chiropractic in the Houston area, so she can look them up. <laughs> How cool is that? That's neat. Do you know her personally? Who? No? The last caller? I don't think so. How neat is that? That's so cool. <laughs> that dog needs a chiropractor. See, the universe totally set that one up. Exactly. <laughs> okay, so tell us a little bit about yourself and your organization. Well, I am actually co-owner of Rover Oaks Pet Resort in Katy, um, and we're a resort that's really committed to highest quality care for lodging, grooming, training, and doggy daycare, but um, I'm also extremely passionate about animal rescue and giving less fortunate pets than those of our clients um, a chance for a great home. So, yeah, we work a lot with local organizations here, um, Corridor Rescue, Homeless and Orphan Pets Endeavor, and then particularly uh, an organization called Citizens for Animal Protection. Um who is an absolutely wonderful group. They have a wonderful staff and volunteer base. And so we work with them quite a bit on a number of levels. Um, we take dogs for grooming every week to help them be more comfortable and more adoptable. We work with dogs who are not doing well in the shelter and provide training support. Um, and we also do a lot of fundraisers and adoption events and things for them. So, um, oh, Wow, that's yeah, wonderful, we're, doing all that. We're trying to trying to help them, and um, I do want to just get a little plug in there in the running for a $100,000 grant from the ASPCA, and one of the criteria is an increase in number of adoptions over prior years, so I'd like to encourage anyone in the Houston area who's thinking about a new pet to go and meet the wonderful animals there. Um, they're located on the Katy Freeway at I-10 and Barker Clothing. So. Can you say their website? Uh, it's www.capcap the number four pets dot org. And what is what's the website of your facility? And we're www.roveroaks.com. Great. So okay, so tell us about the dog you would like to talk to today. Well the dog I would like to talk to today is also named Lulu, like the previous caller. <laughs> um she is a little poodle dachshund mix, and she was actually rescued by a friend of mine, uh, Stacy McElveen, out of Orange County Shelter in California. Oh, wow. And um, she, we brought a few pets here this past spring to help them find new homes because they were running out of time and space in the shelter there. Um, so Lulu came last April, and we adopted her out through Citizens for Animal Protection, uh, we thought to a good home. She seemed really happy. She seemed to really like the people. Um, you know, I'd followed up with them a few weeks later, and everything seemed to be going great. And then on Labor Day weekend, we got Stacy got a message from um, the rescue helping orphan hounds that she pulled under that they had been contacted by the Houston SPCA about a little 12-pound poodle who had been brought in by doggy ambulance after being hit by a car. Oh. 
So um, the owners had never registered her microchip in their name, so they contacted the rescue to try to find the new owners, which, I mean, thank goodness for microchips. Um, She had a couple of very serious fractures in her femur and her pelvis, and she had fractured her tail. Mm -hmm. Um, And the owners elected to surrender her to the SPCA um, because they were not able to financially cover her medical expenses. So uh, my friends at CAP were able to transfer her back to CAP custody, and I picked her up on Labor Day and took her to uh, one of our very wonderful vets here, and he looked at her and said she needed a specialist. So we went to Gulf Coast Veterinary Specialists, and um, Dr. Bill there put her back together again with three plates, eight screws, a plate in her leg, um, <laughs> amputated her tail, and she's now recovering. Um, oh, my gosh. That but, is unbelievable. Know, she like, is so beautiful, too. I mean, she is, like, the cutest little thing. She looks like a stuffed animal. She's adorable. She's, she's so, so cute. Sweet. And such a little fighter. I mean, this is one tough little girl. She's, really? she's four weeks post-op, and she's walking around. And <laughs> ah, so what should we ask her? So do you you want to ask her if her life with her adopted family was ever good? Is there a chance that she would go back there? Um, you know, I'd like to ask her what happened. Um, mm-hmm. You know, because another thing that that we saw when she came in was she had lost a quarter of her body weight in four months. So. You know, she either wasn't being fed properly. I, you know, I don't know what happened or, or where things went wrong. So I guess I'd like. So to they know. dropped me out of a car, and I had hadn't seen them for a long time. Aw. Before I got hit, I hadn't seen them for a long time. Oh, bless her heart. They dropped but, me out of a car at like a shopping center. Why aw. would they do that on purpose? I mean, doesn't the organization have a? They could return her, right? Absolutely, and you know we. Every time we do an adoption, we you know are very clear that you know if it doesn't work out for any reason, we'll yeah. take her back. Hep will take her back with no questions asked. So they dropped me off at the shopping center. Aww. Maybe she maybe she got out by accident. Maybe they didn't. But that you would think they would have contacted you to tell you that she was lost. Yeah, you would you would hope, but <laughs> I guess not. Um, My life with them was okay. I, I'd like to know if, you know, if she was ever happy there and, you know, how things went wrong and... They um, seemed to care about me. They brought me up on the bed. They gave me lots of kisses. And they would follow me around in the yard. Hmm. They seemed to love me. Then why does she feel like they dropped her off, dropped her out of the car? Oh, they, they, it was almost like maybe they were filling up the car with packages and they took her out of the car and then they forgot to put her back in. Oh, my goodness. Poor pumpkin. I don't want to go back there. Okay, well, that's good because I don't think we're going to send you back there. They didn't come to visit me. Is that true? Um, I don't know. I I mean, I know they had to surrender her somehow, but I don't know if they visited her specifically or not. They didn't care enough to visit me. Aw, poor baby. I want a home with someone who will love me. 
I want a home with someone who will pick me up on the couch. I want a home with someone who will put a blanket over me. (laughs) And someone who will hand feed me mushy food. (laughs) She does like mushy food, that's for sure. (laughs) Mushy food is the best tasting. The kibble makes me constipated. <laughs> Maybe that's from her pelvis, though. Do you think? Could be. Could be. I mean, she's really she's done remarkably well with everything related to that. I'm I'm so impressed with her. I want a home that has sunshine through the windows, and that if I'm cold, they'll put a jacket on me. Okay, that's cute. <laughs> And with people who like to laugh a lot. Aww. <laughs> I don't like children who cry. Did her old home have children? They did, yeah. Yeah. They were always crying. <laughs> <laughs> Funny, how old were they? Uh, they were probably, you know, six, eight years old. And Aww, yeah, I mean, she, she seemed to really like them when she met them. It was one of the reasons I, you know, thought it might be a good home for her because she seemed to really like them at first. But they were happy at the time, too, so... Yeah, and it seems like they really loved her. They just didn't totally watch her completely. Mm-hmm. The mom sometimes would want to pull out her hair. <laughs> <laughs> about her about the kids? About the kids, I think. <laughs> no, I was pretty much perfect. She is pretty I'm, perfect. I'm I never that. did anything wrong. <laughs> I've always been really alert to people. That's true. Well, that's so nice. Gosh, she sounds like a great dog. She is a great dog. So if people want to meet her, how do they go about to doing that? Um, they can either call me at work. Um, the number is 281-693-7687. Or they can email me, uh, joy, J-O-Y, at roveroaks.com. Wow. I mean, she seems like she'd be snatched up quick. Are there, do you think that there there are people, I mean, she's like the kind of dog people fight over, isn't she? Yeah, I mean, she's an adorable little dog. I just want to make sure, you know, when she goes to a new home, she's going to a place that she wants to be and, you know, where she's loved and cared for and um Nothing bad, bad. again. <laughs> yeah. And people yeah. understand, you know, because she is, I think, part dachshund, she, she likes to dig and burrow and, um, you know, so she's going to need somebody who will keep an eye on her when she's outside in the yard. And Oh, maybe uh, that's why they were following her around in the yeah, yard. Yeah, maybe so. Could be. <laughs> Could be. I don't know. Or maybe it was the kids that were following her around, too. That could be. But, you know, she's she's a sweet little dog. I just, you know, I, I want to do right by her this time around, I guess. Oh, yeah. So you all can see pictures of her on my website, which is thepetpsychic.com, on the blog page, and on the post Pet Psychic Radio, and today's date, October 4th. Um, and also, again, I just want to tell our listeners um, to go to Joy's website. It's Rover Oaks dot com r o v e r oaks o a k s dot com and, and thank you so much cat for calling pets in. dot org oh okay which one is that say that one again that's cat for pets dot org and it's c a p the n- number four pets dot org 
great. Okay. Thanks for thanks for being our guest today, Joy. Oh, thanks so much for having me, and thank yeah. Lulu, Lulu. Thanks you too. She's <laughs> sitting right here beside me, looking very comfy. Oh, <laughs> girl, <Aww>. Lulu. <laughs> Thanks, Thanks, Joy. Thank you, Joy. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Okay, you be well. Thanks to Joy and thanks to Lulu for joining us as our guest. And now we have a few minutes to ask Storm King his words of wisdom. Oh, here we go, Stormy. We need to get a little theme music here. Maybe I'll think about that. Storm, okay, I want you to be alert now, okay? What is your words of wisdom today? You should see him. He's lying down like, ugh. What's your words of wisdom today? He doesn't want to do it, probably. Praise your animal. That's a good one. What else, Stormy? Uh, uh, Praise your animal and say kind things to them instead of no all the time. That's true. That's really good, Stormy. Luca, what do you think about that, Luke? What? I think those people on the other side of that toy need to see how handsome I am. <laughs> what? Which means the phone. He thinks it's a toy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Like I've been playing all the whole time with the toy. <laughs> <laughs> well, Luca. Luca, honey, I'm, why do you think you? Oh, because maybe because everyone was saying how scraggly you look today on the walk. Is that why you want people to see how handsome you are? Oh, also because you've been looking at that other poodle. So oh, he knew. <laughs> You know, he, uh, his first years was around uh, wondering how, or his first six months was about uh, how gorgeous you look, you know, being with a <laughs> with a groomer. That's so funny. <laughs> it was cute. Anything else with uh, Storm King? Stormy, anything else? I just want everybody to love their animal. You should never let it get hit by a car. Those people are not responsible. I agree, Storm. They should have had that dog on a leash. That's true. (laughs) Hey, Storm, um, ask Stormy, does he, um, what kind of music does he want if I I write him a tune for his Storm King Words of Wisdom? What kind of style? Stormy, listen to this. I was going to make you um, a theme song for your words of wisdom. What kind of music do you want? I like drumming and flute. (laughs) Drumming and flute, okay. Drumming and flute? And Storm King Mountain, it has to say. (laughs) That's what he's named after. Sounds like a dramatic song. Yeah, he's named after Storm King Mountain on the Hudson River. (laughs) And we have a song that says that I sing to him about Storm King Mountain. Oh, my God, I have to hear it. Maybe I can incorporate that. I cannot sing to other humans, just to animals. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm going to get it out of you, and then I will sing it and put it into a song. Oh, cool. <laughs> uh, thanks, everyone, for checking us out again on Blog Talk Radio, Pet Psychic Radio Show. 
Uh, call in next week. Oh, actually, we're not going to be on next week, are we? No, no next week. We'll have some special um, shows that will be playing next week, uh, but we'll be live in two weeks. On and I'll be in Atlanta this coming weekend. So on Saturday, um, all you Atlanta listeners, check out my website for uh, time and location of where I'll be. Okay, thepetpsychic.com. See ya. Bye, everybody. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.